Today is May 20th, 2019, and this is Monday's edition of On the Hop. Good morning, good morning, baseball enthusiasts. Welcome to On the Hop, a daily baseball podcast focused on delivering up-to-date news from around the league. No messing around today. Let's begin. Go to any sports-focused website, and you will find an article about Nationals reliever Sean Doolittle and Cubs manager Joe Madden concerning Doolittle's illegal pitch. Here's a brief summary of what happened. Sean Doolittle came into the ninth inning with a 5-2 lead in order to shut the Cubs down and earn the save and seal the victory for the struggling Nationals. During Doolittle's first delivery, he lifts his leg to begin his motion home, then taps his toe on the dirt in front of the rubber before making his stride home and releasing the pitch. Immediately, Cubs manager Joe Madden storms onto the field accusing Doolittle of an illegal pitch. The official MLB rule relating to this infraction is as follows. A pitcher may not take a second step toward home plate with either foot. There are some additional stipulations, but this is the main thing that we're going to address here. So, that's what happened. Some say Madden's complaint was premeditated. He knew about Doolittle's toe tap and sought to make an example out of him in an attempt to defend one of his pitchers, Carl Edwards Jr., who was told his delivery needed to be changed at the beginning of the season after using the same delivery all of spring training. The thing is, if you go and look at Edwards' delivery, it involves a complete step, a flat foot on the ground, full stop before restarting his delivery to home plate. Here's Madden's comments on Edwards. It's real simple. That's exactly what Carl was told he can't do. I was told it's an illegal pitch, and he can't do it. I said, if you guys don't clean it up, I'm going to protest the game. So we protested the game. It's their rule, not mine. Now, the game was played under protest, but the protest has since then been revoked by the Cubs. Here's Doolittle's response. It's pretty funny. It's a thinly veiled attempt to throw me off my game in that moment. He's not trying to do anything other than rattle me, and it was kind of tired. I don't know. Sometimes he has to remind people how smart he is and how much he pays attention to the game. He put his stamp on it for sure. So about five minutes passed between Doolittle's first and second pitches, so it's not unreasonable to think that this is what Madden was trying to do, trying to rattle Doolittle. But does he have a point? Is Doolittle's pitch illegal? The conclusion was no, and it's really not as complicated as many believe it to be. The issue under question is this. Does a toe tap? constitute a step? Are they to be viewed as identical in regard to the interpretation of the rule? Keep in mind, though, the actual principle that this rule attempts to keep intact. And what principle is that? Well, Doolittle took to Twitter to explain. Okay, but we still need further clarification from MLB on this. Rule 5.07 says a pitcher can't take a second step to home with either foot. I don't really think a toe tap or hesitation violate the spirit of the rule, and that's not being consistently applied. The rule, to me, seems to exist to prevent pitchers from crow hopping down the mound to get closer to home plate. I don't think tapping your foot as a timing mechanism violates the rule, and I think Edwards and Guerin's deliveries should be legal too. So Corey Guerin was a Mariners pitcher that did a little bit of a toe tap himself about a week ago was told you can't do that after he's been doing it for five or six years. So that was that issue. Doolittle continues, I've also heard that Edwards originally got his delivery clear during spring training, then two weeks later, it was deemed illegal. I realize this is only affecting a few pitchers in the league, but we need clarification so this doesn't turn into MLB's version of the tuck rule. So much of pitching is disrupting timing, and as long as the strike zone is the size of a cocktail napkin and the ball is flying out of ballparks at a historical rate, I think pitchers should be allowed to have a toe tap or hesitation in their delivery if they want, but I'm biased. So that's his full comment on Twitter. It was like four or five tweets. 
But Carl Edwards' delivery is not comparative. It's completely different. So I think Madden was was reaching here a bit. Madden also complains and picks Cecilius Hills to die on. Some may think that this is smart strategy, but if he isn't careful, he's going to get a reputation, along with an eye roll from every umpire as to say, well, here comes Joe. What's he got to complain about today? Kind of like that obnoxious, grumpy neighbor that hates life, so you must hate yours too. My take on this, if anyone is interested. I don't think what Doolittle did was an illegal pitch. It wasn't a step, it was part of his delivery, and in no way was used to gain an advantage from the mound. According to how the rule was written, although Edwards' delivery involved a step, it wasn't really toward home plate. The ambiguity does need to be cleared up, and it needs to be called the same way every single time. Just another one of those MLB rules that remains untouched while we continuously add new irrelevant ones to the mix. If the MLB is not careful, it's going to cause more problems than it fixes. So I saw a video posted on Twitter by Turn A Pair Podcast. It's another solid baseball podcast where he interviews players, front office personnel, and journalists, so check him out. Uh, It was showing another form of celebration. According to thebaseballcoach.com, in the single-A Florida State League on Friday, Royce Lewis of the Fort Myers Miracle, that's the Minnesota Twins single-A affiliate, he's the number one overall pick in the 2017 draft, smacked the ball to the wall in center field for a stand-up double, and as he reached second base, he dropped down for some celebratory push-ups. Parker Hageman, co-founder of TwinsDaily.com, tweeted, The Twins' Royce Lewis hits a double and does a few push-ups on second to show his team he needs to hit the weight room more. And the Bradenton Marauders, that's the name of the team, throws at him the next at-bat because unwritten rules. So Marauders pitcher Gavin Wallace launches a pitch behind Lewis on his next at-bat and was immediately ejected, and rightfully so. Now, some say the push-ups to demonstrate that he needs to hit the gym is a garbage excuse, but it still doesn't change the stupid notion that throwing at, around, near, toward a batter in retaliation is childish. It is. How frail are our professional pitchers' egos? I don't want to hear the nonsense about pride. How is this a demonstration of a pitcher's pride, someone saying, how dare you disrespect me like that? If you want to show some pride, show him you're a better pitcher than he is a batter. Strike him out, sit him down. He made you look foolish with his celebration, so you make him look foolish and get him out. Now, it seems like I've beaten this issue to death, but if it's still happening, it's at least relevant to a certain degree. It's still news. And honestly, it needs to stop. It's it's a dumb tactic, and it reeks of false bravado. Injured list updates. According to MLB Trade Rumors, second baseman Jose Altuve is eligible to return from the 10-day injured list Tuesday, but that won't be happening. Instead, he will be embarking on an assignment in the coming days. And outfielder George Springer left the team's game yesterday with lower back stiffness. Astros doctors will examine Springer later today. ESPN quoted manager A.J. Hinch with the following, He never really got loose today, and it got progressively worse, and his swing got a little more timid as the day went on. I probably should have taken him out a little earlier. We'll get it evaluated when we get home. He'll see our guys, but he won't play tomorrow. Referring to today. Hopefully, the report is positive and he won't miss any games because he is on a tear right now leading the American League with 17 home runs. According to Bleach Report, the New York Yankees may soon get back one of their 13 players occupying the injured list as all-star outfielder Juan Carlos Stanton is set to make a rehab appearance for the Yankees' single-A affiliate Tampa Tarpoons tonight. Yankees manager Aaron Boone hinted Saturday, obviously knowing full well that it was actually happening, that a rehab assignment could begin soon for Stanton. It puts a smile on my face. Boston Red Sox pitcher David Price will be activated from the injured list in time to make a start tonight against the Toronto Blue Jays, according to Bleacher Report. The article continues, the Southpaw threw a bullpen at Fenway Park on Friday, and there had been speculation that he could be activated as early as this weekend. However, the Red Sox believes pitching in Toronto's Rogers Center, which has a retractable roof, 
made for a better environment than Fenway as Price returned from injury. He's doing better, Boston manager Alex Cora said on Thursday. He's doing well. As you know, probably the weather here is what the weather is. I think the controlled environment in Toronto is better. And also two bullpens in between the start. Instead of going from zero to the start, he gets two bullpens in, and then he'll go from there. Larry Brown Sports reports that Zach Greinke won't even miss any time despite an injury scare in his last start. Greinke departed his start against the Pirates on Wednesday in the eighth inning after feeling something in his abdomen. He underwent an MRI that came up clean. And the Arizona Diamondbacks said Greinke would throw a bullpen session on Saturday to determine his status. His bullpen session went well, and Zach is good to go. Two other players. Reds Yasiel Puig, who was removed from Sunday's game after crashing into the wall, making a catch. And Yankees Tanaka, who was hit with a line drive off his ankle on Saturday, do not expect to miss any time and should avoid the injured list. Quick takes. Larry Brown Sports reports that statistician Bill James isn't a big fan of hype, it seems, and that means he's a bit of a skeptic when it comes to Shoei Itani. In a tweet posted on Saturday, James says, You remember how a year ago everybody was all excited about Shoei Itani being the next Babe Ruth? That was fun. Now, this is the same guy who made the following comment about baseball players. If the players all retire tomorrow, we would replace them. The game would go on. In three years, it would make no difference whatsoever. The players are not the game any more than the beer vendors are. You know, for Bill James being a really smart guy, he's not really a smart guy. Hanging out with Joe Madden too much, it seems. According to Bleach Report, Padres second baseman Ian Kinsler reportedly received an undisclosed fine from MLB for his use of profane language after hitting a home run in Thursday's victory over the Pirates. Bleacher Report's Scott Miller reported the update Friday and noted the fine fell somewhere between $7,500 and $10,000. Now, he's still sticking with the story that his profanity-laden phrase was not directed toward the fans, although he looked at the fans and gestured toward them when he said it. Guess we got to take his word for it. In an older story, but something I still wanted to note, ESPN reports that Chris Bryant went deep in the 7th, 8th, and ninth innings in the Cubs' 14-6 win against the Nationals on Friday. He is the 12th player to homer in three straight innings. He also drove in five runs in the victory, and Chris Bryant stays hot. ESPN reports that Hyunjin Ryu blanked the Reds over seven innings to extend his major league leading streak to 31 innings. Ryu, 6-1, had base runners in each of his first five innings, but none of them got past second base, and he retired his last eight batters. He allowed five hits with one walk and five strikeouts and lowered his ERA to a National League best 1.52 for the season. He's just locked in right now with all of his pitches, manager Dave Roberts said of his starting pitcher. It's fun to watch. He's healthy. The conditions, the situations don't matter. Yesterday, Vlad Jr. stepped to the plate in the top of the eighth inning with the game tied up against the Chicago White Sox, and he delivered. Putting the Toronto Blue Jays up 3-1 with a two-run home run, Guerrero once again proved he has the clutch gene, according to Jesse Reed at SportsNaught.com. He has four home runs, along with 10 RBI. Now, he got off to a slow start, but it's not like he had any pressure on him, right? That's, that's a rhetorical question and also sarcasm. Anyway, I will say this. When Vlad Jr. hits a home run, you know it immediately. The Score.com reports that Bieber, Shane Bieber that is, struck out a career-high 15 in his Major League complete game, and the Cleveland Indians routed the Baltimore Orioles 10 to nothing. It's no surprise there. The 23-year-old Bieber gave up five hits, didn't walk anyone, and threw 107 pitches. He bounced back from allowing four home runs against the Chicago White Sox in his last start. And this is funny. The right-hander admitted he tried to stay away from pitching coach Carl Willis in the late innings, concerned he might not be given the chance to finish. I avoided Carl once, and he found me again, Bieber said. He said, how much does it mean to you? So I said, a lot. I was eyeing it the whole time. Well, that's it for me. 
one heck of a morning, that's for sure. Sorry for the longer episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Monday's edition of On the Hop News. I did forget to mention that the Yankees deployed their version of the opener by starting Chad Green for one inning in yesterday's win against the Rays. Did it work? No way of telling. I think it's a fad, and it doesn't do anything substantial. But what do I know? Chat with you tomorrow. Later.